Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not going to lie to you, fellas. The the whole campaign thing was just a way to sell shirts. It was just a way to make a fuck ton of money. No one else keeps their house that hot, except <laughs> unless you are this egomaniac rich person. So if you do the simple fucking math, Tabber, you get the fact that Cinnamon Toast Crunch has to be beat. That is the highest it can go. That's the kind of thing, you know, when when the cancellation stuff comes up for you and the people around you, like it's a very real discussion of whether you should be allowed to exist. I feel like a lot of YouTubers, they don't really care about their money and they don't really do anything to kind of manage it or be smart with it. How did the dream SMP experience go? And do you wish it had gone differently? Is there anybody you genuinely like or dislike after it? Hey, welcome to the Create Unknown, the home of Make Something Mean Something. I am Kevin Lieber. With me, as always, is Matthew Tabor. Joining us live on Discord with our patrons in the chat. Yes, it's it is <laughs> it is the president elect Schlatt. Hey guys, welcome. Schlatt. How are you guys doing? Welcome it's President me, Schlatt. President elect Jay Schlatt. What happened with your campaign? Oh, you know, I well, I, I see that this Biden guy apparently yeah, won. And not well, you. I don't I mean, understand that Biden guy. He's just been a thorn in my side for years now. Look, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, fellas. the The whole campaign thing was just a just a way to sell shirts okay what yeah it was just a way to make a fuck ton of money and then uh you know it surprise it worked <laughs> and uh i i did wind up getting verified because of it um somehow they they actually thought that i had that i was like a legitimate presidential candidate and so they verified me and then once i started spouting all this nonsense that i was the one who had actually won the election um and then <laughs> And the fact that it was coming from a verified account on Twitter.com, uh, I think they pulled the plug on that real, qu- real quick. They they pulled the plug on your verification? They did, yeah. The the account just unfollowed me. I didn't get an email. Like, no, it was like, hey, just so you know, this is why we're, uh, this is why we're removing your verification or anything like that. They just kind of removed it. <laughs> Matt, what I was bet, the name yeah. of the presidential candidate that had the boot on his head? Do you know who I'm talking oh, about? Vermin, Vermin Supreme. Yeah, Vermin Supreme. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he was ever verified. Oh, I don't know. He should be. I don't know. He's he definitely be. on Twitter though, because 
Yeah, he. Um, I got into a Twitter fight with him once over. You got into a Twitter fight with the Vermin Supreme. Yeah, it was a couple <laughs> years ago. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I mean, because Vermin Supreme doesn't actually fight with anybody. No, you he, know, he fights just does back and forth. uh he's not verified that's what our our chat has come up with is that twitter supreme is or twitter supreme vermin supreme is not verified on twitter but i I, did we nuke did we nuke this episode already by discussing uh alternative election results is youtube going to take (laughs) this down oh yeah we're gonna be deleted yeah i think we've just become the bad boys of the podcast world kevin Mm -hmm. we've gone rogue already conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> so now that you've done a, a full campaign mm-hmm. uh what would you do what what will you do differently in 2024 uh well I'll, I'll definitely have to change the name of the merch that i'm selling to update the the new year um but other than that I'm, i mean i i think i ran it quite perfectly you know um i think as the third option in a in a in a presidential race where, I mean, let's be real. No one wanted to vote for either of those fucking guys, you know, <laughs> I think it kind of works and I don't think America's getting any better. So who knows next election cycle, we'll probably have two even worse people. And then I'll be like, I'll just be, be over here in my own corner, getting verified and unverified again, screaming about how I won, uh, and just selling a bunch of shirts again. So did you have any campaign promises or was it just buy my uh, shirt? I think ban women was one of them. Oh, yeah. well, that's controversial. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it was, it was rather ch- tongue in cheek, kind of like vermin <laughs> Supreme, but, um, yeah, there's no telling what I'd actually do if I, if I won. What's the big Would secret you- that you'd pull on everybody? Let's say you win, you get in office. What, what bomb do you drop in the first hundred days? I probably days would ban that just them. Makes- I probably would ban them. <laughs> I'd just get rid of them. But that would see see the thing is if I'm trying to sell merch in another four years, then you know, it's probably not the best idea because women do most of the online shopping, you know. Do you do you, what is your what is the gender makeup oh, of it's your like ninety ten male? Oh it is? <laughs> yeah, it's ninety ten male. But okay. yeah, sometimes I look at the Shopify orders and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of women here. I don't know. Uh the uh the chat linked us to the Schlatt. 2020.com mm. Schlatt for president official website yeah. it's incredible it, there it's is good this splash page of this gif of you with some sort of oh yeah it, a, a pistol Glock with 18, like an extended Glock clip 18 extendo <laughs> yeah man we had a a lot of money oh, you're riding an eagle dude that's that's such great art and they they animated it too it looks fantastic i'm so happy with how that came out now what is the one percent by the way Oh, the one when the when 1%. you ask people, yeah, to join the one percent. What is your one percent? Well, it's not too different from any other one percent that they talk about. You know that you know that guy Bernie Sanders. Yeah, you know he goes on about how the one percent holds like all the wealth, and nobody else even has like five dollars. That's what I'm talking about. You know, like if you have the all my merch is priced just so exorbitantly high. So if you have the money to purchase it <laughs> and and don it on your body then you probably are part of the 1%. So since they have all the money, that's who you're marketing to mm-hmm. because they can afford yeah. your yeah, exactly. sweatshirts and, and hats. It's like how Lamborghini doesn't uh, like put commercials on TV because no one, no one who can afford a Lamborghini is watching TV, you know? Mm. 
<laughs> they don't even know what TV no, is. They, don't. they have some endless form they of listen entertainment. To shortwave that's radio. Light years they listen ahead. to uh, Report of the Week on Shortwave. <laughs> and then they email with their thing. feedback right <laughs> i email the report of the week with uh, my location um it's, it's a massive uh, doxing operation <laughs> that's all report of the week is yeah. doing is is just collecting doxes for everybody <laughs> um i heard that about speaking of cars that we can never afford or maybe you can with your one percent money schlatt that uh if you buy a Ferrari, you're put on a list, you're on like the Ferrari list, and you are not allowed to sell that Ferrari within some sort of time period. I think it's three years or maybe even five years. And if you do, you're never allowed to buy it. You're off the list. Wow. You can never buy a Ferrari really? again. You're banned from Ferrari. Damn, dude. Yes. Resellers are, are shaking in their boots right now. <laughs> you can't. You can't flip a Ferrari. Damn. Fuck. In case you well, what are you going to do, do once you once you graduate from flipping Yeezys? What are you going to do next, dude? I didn't know that <laughs> list existed. I know, I know, like I know Captain Sparkles when he bought his Ford GT, like that that fucking supercar that he keeps in his garage. He had to get like approved for it. He had to send in an application, and Ford was like, "Yeah, you're cool enough to buy this car." Apparently, you can only get it if you're like super rich or uh, or like have have some huge following. A Ford GT? Yeah, it's it, it's like this shit that you just see in Need for Speed. Like I, I didn't think I'd ever see one in real life. Oh, I'm looking it up. It's insane. Yeah, Ford GT supercar, Captain Sparkles, that Minecraft money, dude. <laughs> yeah, mining those diamonds. Yep. Captain Sparkles is like fucking narcissist, bro. We showed up to his house um, early this year, I think. It was in January. Um, <laughs> we wanted to know where he because we were we were doing this whole shoot week thing for uh, for a group we had made, and uh, we were we were chilling in a in a house in Hollywood Hills, this this nice big house, and uh, we were like, oh well, Jordan's in the area, we might as well uh, we might as well try to link up with him and film some stuff, and <laughs> and and we we go to Jordan, I DM him. Or Carson DMs him and he and he goes, Well, where what's your address, man? Well, we want to come over and shoot some stuff. And he goes, just Google it. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because apparently he had, you know, he had all these articles written written about him about where he lives. So he's like, Yeah, just fucking Google it. <laughs> and so we Googled where he lived. And then we rolled up and we went inside. He let us inside. And dude, it was fucking 95 degrees in his house. And he shows up in what? like, yeah, yeah, this huge fucking mansion. Everything's white and tidy. Like there's nothing on the, the, the house is immaculate. He shows up in a black shirt and black sweatpants. And it's, it is a fucking like greenhouse. <laughs> I, I, it, it was like the most rich person thing I'd ever seen in my life. It was so fucking hot in his house. And he was just Why sitting there. Why is that a rich person well, thing? I mean, Why well, would you no want one, it to be a hundred degrees? Well, no one else. What? It's called air conditioning. Kevin, no one else is going <laughs> to. <laughs> I know this man has air conditioning in his house. I know for a fact he does. But, oh, dude, no one else keeps their house that hot. And except <laughs> unless you are this egomaniac rich person. And that's nothing against. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How is it a flex? I, I don't understand he's the heating, logic. He's overheating just because he can. Just is that a real theory here? 
Why'd he stop at 95 then? I don't know. Why not I, hit triple been, digits? Could have been a little hotter than that. I, but the second I stepped in, I just immediately started sweating. You know, he had Do you think he does it that was hotter round? inside the house than outside? It was hotter inside. What? <laughs> it was hotter inside what? than it was outside. Because, it, I mean, his house is all glass, too. You know? It literally was a greenhouse. Oh, okay. Sounds that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Then, I'm wondering if this is some sort of like sauna thing, like a health maybe thing. Maybe it like is. Some sort of LA guru thing where you're like, just sweat out the toxins, Maybe it man. is, like, but it, I had never heard of it. I mean, usually, maybe it's that? usually if you want a sauna, you go to a sauna and, you know, you have that room that's hot, not the whole house. But again, <laughs> it just supports my theory that it's some rich person shit. You can, you can turn your whole house into a sauna. <laughs> Dude, it's the fucking Minecraft money. And then he took us into his garage. Yeah, but he was nice enough to let you he over. He was nice enough. He was nice, he was enough, nice to, enough to right? invite us right? in. That was nice of him. He could have just said, leave me alone. He could have. He very no well could have just said that. Uh, but it does. It gets worse. It gets worse, guys, because he was like, yeah, let's go to the garage. And uh, we go into the garage and it's a little cooler in there. Uh, that's, this is where he stores his fucking supercars. And uh, the Ford GT is in there and it's, you know, one of the one of the most beautiful cars I've ever seen in my life. He doesn't let me touch it or anything. Um, and so right next to the Ford GT that's sitting in the garage is a framed photo of a picture of the Ford GT in the garage. <laughs> that's that's pretty meta. The dude literally like took a picture of the Ford GT sitting in his garage, printed it out, <laughs> and then put it up on the wall. As oh if, man as why if he, stop as there if you just can, do a mural yeah, as if he forgot a whole wall mural as if he forgot what it looked like <laughs> the car the, the picture of the car was on the wall and, wasn't there some cartoon uh, that did this like aqua teen hunger force <laughs> wasn't there some cartoon where they like had a painting of the exact <laughs> living so room funny, like, on the wall? He, he saw no, no problem with it he was like yeah it's that's just the that's the picture of the car and that's the car <laughs> <laughs> that's a flex it is it really is apparently there was some group of youtubers like old school youtubers that would every weekend would just like drive their cars places did you guys know about that like a street street club no who who was in I this think Captain uh, Spark was fast a part and the furious of it. i think steven Subtick might have been a part of it um, before he crashes fucking jaguar <laughs> yeah, the, the chat is supporting yeah. you on that last last bit of information yeah, i'm looking at the chat on this one I don't know who else was in it, but you know, how did all these people know about it? And and this is the first that we're hearing of it. I don't know. It's just some LA rich people thing. I'm telling you, I'm trying <laughs> to find out how much the Ford GT costs. It looks like it starts at half a million dollars. It starts at five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a good amount of wow. money. Oh yeah, we've got all the links here. Hey, let me get a soda. I'll chat. be right back. <laughs> yeah, everybody knew okay. knew about this except us. So. Kevin, who are you? Who's who's in your gang now? First of all, it can't be a car. What's what's the vehicle of choice for you? And it has to have at least one wheel or a system of tracks. Like if you wanted a tank gang, that you could fuck? have a system so of tracks. It's got to have one wheel. Kevin's starting a, a, a gang here. Oh, uh, yeah, like like the car gang, but but cooler. So he's got to choose a type of vehicle and then a couple people who are in it. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of. I will tell you that there was a thing when I was living in Portland, scooter gangs were a really Oh, big the thing. limes. Um, like the Vespas? <laughs> like the Italian uh, ones? 
yeah, kind of like the motorized bicycle, kind of okay. like cr- crappy Vespa sort of. Yeah, like those kind of the scooters. scooters? You get like an old like the one. App that, that people just dump on the side of city streets? No, 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 no. Like, uh, like... Like a scooter that like an old person would use to, to oh, get around. Shit, not okay. like the, not like those ones that you just Fuck. yeah, not like that you like rent, you drive you you scoot from one location Dude, I in hate the city those to the so other. Much. I hate those so much. This was bef- this was before those even existed. Oh, okay. So somebody put it in the chat. There's a website called Things About Portland That Suck. <laughs> and number forty three <laughs> number forty three is scooter gangs. I'm telling you, that's 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 a thing. That's the thing in Portland. Yeah, these people would drive around That's the scooter crazy. gangs. I don't I don't have a my my gang would be the the couch gang. <laughs> you put wheels on a couch. Yeah. I mean that's pretty that relaxing. viable. So who's on the couch with you? That's my question though. Yeah. That's it, a good so point. it's totally viable to put six wheels on a couch. That's fine. But yeah. there are a few seats. So who's on your couch? You need to choose two people to fill this couch out. Like YouTubers or family yes. members or what? No, nobody wants to hear about your cousin. They, yeah, they've got to be YouTubers, not not like cousin, cousin Eddie. Does. Shout out to cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a cousin Eddie. That would be a cool cousin. Um, gosh, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, the default would be Michael and Jake. Obviously, that's a boring answer too, though. Yeah, sauce couches. Sauce couch. I would have. I would have. I mean, honestly, I would have said Michael as well. Just that fucking, oh my God, I could listen to that guy talk forever. Is he in the front of the couch or the back or the middle? What the fuck do you mean the front of the couch? Well, look, what the fuck I mean, does that okay, mean? well, okay, this is valid. <laughs> this is valid. So I, I was thinking that the couch would go like lengthwise, like a car. <laughs> oh, what? But and then everybody's going, just looking to the left? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like a bus. So you're saying it goes the other way, horizontal, and everybody's like in the breeze. Everybody's okay. looking at where okay. they're driving, bro. <laughs> I thought it makes lengthwise no you have one driver. <laughs> what kind of bus do you ride in that it goes sideways, dude? <laughs> like a human, like a human couchipede. That's what I'm thinking of. That's fucked. You have no idea. What you are see. This is what oh. this is what happens when you become a YouTuber. You just lose. You just just lose all t- all touch with reality. <laughs> you think buses go sideways and shit? <laughs> Fucking rich people, dude. You know better than Captain Sparkles. Oh man, one yeah. drop of clout, and then and then you just lose touch. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It really is. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on how the couch would go. Would go. Would go forward. It definitely would go forward. That's what I was thinking. It definitely <laughs> yeah, would go not- forward. <laughs> sideways down the street or i mean if you want to have if you want to do the sideways thing what would be fun would just be to like ride it up on the sidewalk and then once you pass someone you like you real quick like flip the recliner out and just fucking clothesline them <laughs> <laughs> like when uh car doors take out cyclists yeah, exactly um how did we how did we get to this I don't know. I don't know where we are. I don't well, know. We were talking about Captain Sparkle's car, and then you you asked Kevin if he wanted to make a gang of of some kind of vehicle, and then fucking couches, oh, yeah. and then you chimed in with, yeah, well, the couch is going sideways. Fucking idiot. You, you know who would be good a, a good member of my gang uh, is Eggy because yeah. you need you need like a party a party member, and Eggy would be the party. Who the member, hell is Eggy for sure? 
Eggy's a streamer. I don't yeah, know. He's awesome. I'm not. I'm not much of a not much of a streamer anymore. Do you remember years ago there was a video? Uh, I think called uh, was it was it called "Take the Black Pill"? And the guy was in his car uh, talking about kind of <laughs> chads and genetics and this and that. Is it? Is this the? Is this the that? report of the week? Does he have like a fucking baconator in his hands <laughs> as he's talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it was similar. Like, you know, just guys sitting in a car reviewing things. And what he was reviewing was like the state of getting girlfriends and things Damn. like that. Well, that, that really kind of got eggy YouTube famous. And that was years ago. He's, he's ditched that completely. And, and now he just has a ball, man. He goes, he goes wild. He's always having fun. Like he, he is a party guy in the best possible way. Mm. And he bit through his phone during during one of the streams a couple weeks ago. That was kind of wild. <laughs> That's always good. That's always good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who, who would I have on my couch? I mean, I, I'm not I'm not too much of a partier, I got to say. Um, I mean, especially now that uh, everybody's at home doing nothing, you know? I feel like there's very few people. Um, there's very few people I actually watch. I think the only two I'd say, I'd say that the only two YouTubers... Because I'm sure you guys can attest, if, you, if you're doing YouTube, the last thing you want to really do to relax is watch YouTube. So like, yeah. you know, if I'm, if I'm really anything on the computer for me is hard to yeah, do. I don't, man. I don't know how people work on the computer all day and then play PC games. Yeah. Like I'll play video yes. games, but it has to be on the console because I have to get away That's from fair. the computer. That's totally fair. I'll, I'll be watching the YouTube video and I'll be like, yeah, you know, I should check my stats or something like that. And I'm like, no, oh, I really shouldn't because that's work. And then I'm trying to enjoy myself. But yeah, I mean, the only two people I watch on YouTube are uh, Scott the Waz and Fit MC as he talks about uh, <laughs> 2B2T, the oldest Anarchy Minecraft server. Those are two boring picks for who I'd want on my driving movable couch, though. I don't know. Did you have a running mate, by the way? Oh, your no, campaign? I definitely didn't. I was a one man show. Well, why? I mean, who would. Who would be on the short list for running mate? I don't know. I mean, it. it you got to think he, he's got to be can't clouded have a pure up. He's got to be clouded up. This has got to be someone who who fits an audience that I don't have any access to. So maybe oh. someone right, right? Because you have to get you have to. It's all about just acquiring more votes, and so I, I right, would the strategic be, position exactly. So I'd be hard pressed to find someone like. I feel like I don't want to find somebody in my circles that, that I'd want to run with, you know? So honestly, I might have to say someone like James Charles, not that he, not that oh, I think he'd say yes, chat. not that I think he'd say yes, yep. but I mean, if I had to go with that, Ben anyone, said this, Ben said, James Charles is the pick about 30 seconds before you dropped it. Jeez. So, uh, he's pumped about that. Yeah. Yeah. The other, uh, chat suggestions were, uh, Connor eats pants mm -hmm. and Scott, the Waz. Ludwig uh, came up a couple Great times guys. as well. Love all those guys, but again, it's like too much. I swap spit yeah. with all their with all their people. You know, it's like sure. You need to tap that other demographic. Exactly, exactly. The sisters. I need the sisters. I need the sisters. Like I said, man, I'm ninety ten male female on my YouTube videos, so I need that demographic. You got shift. the boys down. You're okay with I the boys. I got the boys. I got the boys. Speaking of boys. What's going on with you in the boys? Because you seem like you 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 have this click. Like what, when you look up your name, it's a lot of collabs. It's with you, you and Carson, 
Um, oh yeah, we have a group. There's channel. a lot of stuff. I mean, we we had a group channel. So you have the lunch. We did club, have the right? lunch club, which is kind of fizzled out because of the pandemic and and stuff like that. Um, which is a shame. Who else was a part of that? Uh, Quackity Quackity was and... Quackity is a close friend though. Uh, lunch club was Ted was in that, wasn't he? Who? Uh, Ted. Ted was yeah. Ted was a part of that. Ted Nivison. Uh, we had uh, Slime Sickle, Sea Scoop, Traves, and Hugbox were all yeah. were all in there. And yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Okay. Uh, I, I do tend to do some collabs. I mean, I, I'm all over Twitch still, even though I haven't streamed in a while. You know, I think it's important. Uh, if I want to keep that door open, I have to kind of be on shows and be on people's streams and stuff just mm-hmm. to stay relevant and in the Twitch meta, you know, in why'd you Twitch stop streaming? Meta? I stopped cause I didn't really enjoy it. Um, there were certain things about streaming that I, that I was kind of like, well, I mean, I'd have a lot more fun and I, I feel like I'd be able to make a lot better content if I, uh, if I just filmed this offline. And I, you know, wrote down some ideas. And so, for example, yesterday I uploaded a video where I was ranking cereals and I threw them all in. Yeah, a, we saw that. Yeah, I threw them all in a tier we, list. We have questions about that. Oh, yeah. good. Well, I'm, I'm down to answer any cereal related questions. It's a topic I care. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. <laughs> a lot about actually. And so <laughs> hopefully you're prepared because oh, you got the, some, these you questions. Got some, are... You got some opinions here for me. Yeah, some controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. We did some tears, you know, and and it, it, that's cool. It's a lot of fun. We had a good time with it. However, the one that really had fights was the cereal tier list. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, tier fast lists. food was close. Like, yeah, there were a couple there, but cereal had wild disagreements sometimes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got everybody's everybody has some fucking experience with cereals that just you know strongly strongly influences what their what their thing is like. It's so. I, I said the first the first thing I said with uh, Cheerios when in the video was that no one has any bad memories with Cheerios, and I received hundreds of comments of people being like, "Well, I actually, <laughs> I was in the car with my brother, and he fu- he threw up Cheerios all over me, so I hate them now." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. I guess you don't like Cheerios. I mean, but fuck." Cheerios gave me a black yeah, for eye. Real. The fucking Cheerios <laughs> seventh grade fucked my girlfriend. Who knows? Cheerios gave me a black eye in the seventh grade, and they blamed it on my dad, and they took him away, and he went to jail. And you're like, oh my god. But yeah, for that video, um, I I planned out a lot of what I wanted to say, and I think it, I think it came out a lot better. Had it had it just been me sitting on a live stream with some you know, fucking lo-fi playing in the background and there were cuts and the lo-fi just, just cut with each cut. And it was, it was just like, I don't know. There's something about live stream highlights. I just don't think translates over into a good YouTube viewing experience. Um, and if I'm going to, you know, YouTube, YouTube is my platform, man. Like I, i I feel like streaming was just something I'm good at. I feel like my heart is in YouTube content creation and actually making a video from start to finish. Uh, and so in that case, I'm just, you know, I'm having a lot more fun doing YouTube and, uh, you know, uh, Twitch, obviously I'm, I'm 
forfeiting a lot of income from that, but I just talk about Raid Shadow Legends for two seconds and then it's all, and it's all okay. <laughs> the great equalizer. Exactly. The, the, the shitty fucking mobile games, man. They got a lot of money to spend. Wang loves Raid Shadow Legends though. Like he, he legitimately enjoys Raid Shadow Legends and talks about it yeah, with some is, frequency. The thing is a lot of the mobile games aren't bad at all. Like yeah. I still have some of the, uh, I, you have to like play the games to get footage for it in some cases. And, uh, right. Right. And so like there's certain games that I still have on my phone. I have battle cats on my phone. I have uh, AFK arena. I have, uh, what's it? Frag pro shooter. Like a lot of the games turn out to be not too bad. Um, and it's especially cool when I see comments on a, on a video that plugs a mobile game. And people were like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I fucking love Battle Cats. I got a lot of comments of people who who had played Battle Cats in the past and were like, oh, shit, I actually really like this game. Uh, and that's cool to see. Obviously, you're not going to get the same reaction with Raid. But uh, but yeah, Raid is Raid is tolerable. Like, it's it's a decent game, you know? Just so happens that all these studios have fuck you money to splurge on YouTubers. What amazes me about Raid is, you know, if... If that game existed when I when I was like 12 years old, like the graphics of that game, it's free. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that you have to pay to it, you know, it, it has that like pay to play model or whatever to get better freemium. champions or what freemium. Yeah, whatever it is, they, you got to give them money to do whatever you want. Um, but you can still play it for free. Yeah, of course. That is amazing. That's like a weird thing that, you know, we're so spoiled by the amount of options that mm -hmm. we have today. This is my old man tirade, but like back in my day, okay, <laughs> let, me, Schlatt, let me tell you what it was like back in my day. Back in my day, we had the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment yes. System, and you'd get one game a year, maybe yeah, two. Yeah, shut if up. It was like, if it was like a good Don't Christmas uninstall or Flappy something. Bird. Yeah, your, your Uncle Danny gets you Back to the Future Part one, 2 and 3. And it's the worst game you've ever played, and that's all you have. You have for to the do rest it. for for the next like six months at least, maybe nine months, depending on where your birthday lines up as it relates to Christmas. And you have no other choice. That's it. That's the game. You rented it, games. That game though. sucks. Didn't didn't you rent games on the weekends sometimes? You could rent games. Yeah, but then you could, you play it for a couple days and you got to bring it back. Yeah, I know nothing of this. A life. Good option though. No, no, you don't. I really yeah. Don't. Going on Friday to the video store to pick out uh pick out an nes game to rent for the weekend was was one of the highlights that was good a big deal yeah how what fucking year was this <laughs> <laughs> that would have been like 90 90 to 92 ish jesus how old are you guys oh uh, let's we're talk cereal <laughs> yeah let's <laughs> old enough to know we, we that got... you're wrong about half of these on your tier hey, list. fair enough let's see what you got what what, so, what part of the cereal okay. tier list upset you well, uh, as soon as you drop this, uh, let me guess raisin brand in the discord because you're old. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, uh, you, what do you Colon like? What do you like? Fiber cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, our champion, our overall champion was cinnamon toast crunch and you've only got it at B tier. Okay. And I think very, that was very the initial easy, gripe. very easy explanation for this. Okay. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a great cereal. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but there's a better option available, and that is French Toast Crunch. You guys ever tried that? I have. I didn't no. expect you to. I so I have. 
and I don't is why is it better? Because it's why just it's just a it better harder? tasting Isn't cereal. It it's a better tasting mouth? cereal. It doesn't really? cut the roof of your mouth. The fuck are you talking about? It tastes like maple syrup. It's no? delicious. And there's no residue. Mm. If you just shovel if you shovel the fucking shit out of the box like I usually do, instead of just eating it with a spoon like a normal person, like I said, like I'm a fucking I'm a fucking caveman, dude. I just eat residue cereal out of the box. A feature. Yeah, what residue? Residue is a feature, not a bug what the when fuck it comes to cereals. What do you you mean, want what the fuck do you mean what residue? You want a slimy reminder what? of the experience. No, you don't. No, you don't. Listen, I yes, I, you do. I eat cereal when it's I'm multitasking. I'm fucking editing when I'm eating cereal out of the box. I need no residue. <laughs> I'd be scooping that shit. All right. What when is I'm, the residue? How you just cannot, slip on you your cannot hands? get you cannot work with residue on your fingers. And cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> is the fucking Number one suspect when it comes to getting residue. What? How does how does Quisp make a tier? That's okay. another. Wait, have you wait, have you, you had Quisp before? I don't think so. So why are you even asking? I don't. Why are you asking? What, <laughs> the ranking of Quisp if you've never boring. had Quisp Quisp before. There's there's the O's I got, in S tier. I gotta give you I gotta give you the rest. I gotta give you the rest. I haven't finished my fucking explanation about the cinnamon toast crunch. All right. Okay. You're getting me off topic. Okay. French toast crunch is better than cinnamon toast crunch. So it has to be lower. Cinnamon toast crunch has to be lower than French toast crunch, right? Sure. That's fair. Yeah. When it comes to maple syrup. Cereals, though, like French Toast Crunch, there's a better option than French Toast Crunch, and that's the Eggo cereal, which which is just like immaculate. That, that, that is the best tasting cereal I've ever had. And so that means that French Toast Crunch has to be lower than Eggo on the tier list. So if you do the simple fucking math tabber, you, you get the fact that Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> has to be B. That is the <laughs> highest it can go. <laughs> Okay, oh so it's God. it's just a logic game at this point. So how does Tabor? How does Reese's Tabor? Puffs? I don't give a fuck. Reese's Puffs is <laughs> Reese's Puffs is fucking candy. How's that dude? so low? Yeah, why, why wouldn't that make it high? I mean, how do you put that at C? Because I feel like shit whenever like I eat it. Objectively, a good experience. It's not a good experience. Oh, but you, you don't you don't, you don't eat Reese's Puffs and then go when mm, you eat I'm ready, have, I'm ready to have a good day. You don't. You feel good about I yourself. You don't have a blood sugar issue when, when you crunch jam berries. crunch berries in I your face. I feel great about myself. I feel terrible when I eat all <laughs> berries. Oops, all berries. Fuck you. Because that's just that's that's like Reese's Puffs. That's just fucking gluttony. You, you're eating oops, all berries. It's disgusting. I really miss Waffle Crisp. I think Chris, we had though. Tricks high too. Fuck. Our tricks. people voted oh Tricks really God. high. Tricks sucks. And I wasn't. I didn't. I'm get not that. a big fan of tricks. That was our yeah, our fan, our uh, patrons like tricks. Tricks is a disgusting, yeah. disgusting I cereal. I, I um, don't know why there's so much love for for tricks, but it was really high. Like I think it was in the final vote for the best cereal. What? And I yeah, I kind of at a certain point you just step back and realize that that sometimes your community community is monstrous, yeah. you know, yeah. and you have to let that play out. <laughs> Um, and that was one of those points where it's like, yeah, I, I don't understand anything about what's happening right now, but if they want tricks, they want tricks. Thank God it didn't win, but I, I think it got second. Um, I want to say two things really quick here. One is that I've never had Eggo cereal, so I Googled it. And when you Google Eggo cereal, <laughs> a picture of John Riggs comes up. And if anyone who doesn't know who John Riggs is, he he does uh he does YouTube, he does gaming videos, but he's obsessed with cereal. Schlack, do you know I John no idea Riggs? Who it is. Okay. If you're a cereal guy, then you're gonna have to uh look up John Riggs because he is like the cereal he is the guy. The cereal guy. And the fact dude, 
you you Google Echo Serial and a picture with his face shows up. What? Really? I mean, come on. That's amazing. Yeah. I see a um, thumbnail where there's a, a, he's holding a box of Morning Summit, which looks like oh some granola kind of I thing. See him. And it says, worth $13. Like, I, I'm just intrigued on how he's getting cereal value to that degree. I see him. Like, why he's pumped about a $13 cereal. He's obsessed Look, sometimes with cereal. He's the sometimes cereal guy. Sometimes it's hard to get cereal. Sometimes it's hard to, you know, you don't see it on the shelf. You got to buy it on Amazon for like 10 bucks. I mean, that's the deal with Quisp. It's never in the, sh- never on the shelves. You'll never find Quisp anywhere. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So then my second question has to do with residue. I want to talk about sure. residue. So residue okay. is the stuff on your hands, yeah. you're saying. It leaves so a like mess residue, when you eat with your hands. Residue okay. is the sugar that's left over when you shovel Cinnamon Toast Crunch out of the box. Okay, that's so the how, shit that how gets do you left feel then about, then how do you feel about things like Cheetos? I don't eat Cheetos. Or Doritos. I don't eat Doritos. None, no, of, I, none of those I prefer, snacks, because those I mean, are so I'm much eating, worse. If I'm eating Doritos, I'm eating Cool Ranch, which leaves rather rather little amounts of residue uh, in comparison <laughs> I, to the look, original. I'm, I'm sensing some inconsistency and I no, don't like it. No, no, no. Okay. I don't think I know I, what you're talking look, about. We need to hold you to account sure. here because you've got a problem with, with finger residue, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You don't like it to the point where you don't eat Cheetos. Yeah. How did you open this recording today eating the number one finger residue food in the United States, meaning wings? You were eating wings you had blue cheese, I, you had a blue cheese disaster, and then you come on 43 minutes later and have a problem. Oh, oh, I don't do finger residue. This is the bullshit lie. I got that, one that word happens for you. When you I got, get involved in the campaign. Shut up. I got one word for you. <laughs> one word. Fork. <laughs> Fork? Were they boneless? boneless. Were they boneless, boneless. or did you eat a bone They're in They're basically oh. chicken tenders. Okay. Oh, tendies. Fork. Okay. Why didn't you specify boneless wings when you, I didn't want to seem when like you a started pussy. talking about wings? <laughs> yeah, those are not even wings. Yeah. You Come see, on. Kevin, I, I knew that if we pushed on this, if we pushed just the right spot hard <laughs> enough, we would get him to break. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying uh, I'm a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. I have flaws. <laughs> I've done, I've done d- despicable things, you know? <laughs> but uh but this is one thing i'm i'm gonna stand strong on i mean i think boneless wings are are a, are a decent alternative to regular wings if you're in a bind and you need something to uh to you know be quick and you know you uh, relatively uh, residue free because you eat them with a fork I, if you look at my yeah. tier list if yeah. you look at my tier list of all the cereals you'll see that i mean most of the cereals i like are are just completely residueless Sure, you'll get a little bit of sugar on your hands, maybe, but, but like they're fairly clean. Yeah, yeah, they're fairly clean. Fuck, man, I I can't deal with cinnamon toast crunches residue, and that, I mean that that has to have been in the back of my head, you know, subconsciously as I as I decided to give it a B. I was just like, that is the when you're talking about cereal residue, <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch is is literally the first thing you think of. It's S tier residue, that, definitely. If we're making a if we're making a residue tier list. That's fucking ass tier. Isaac had a really good suggestion in the chat about cereal liquid tier list because that's a completely different thing. Like you can have a mediocre cereal that leaves mm. a really good liquid after. Yeah. And then probably vice versa. That's true. Uh, and that would be interesting. Nobody's nobody's done this one. And and I think somebody should. It's not a bad idea at all, to be honest. I mean, most people would no. go with like a chocolatey cereal, I imagine. 
like cocoa puffs, I guess. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really like drinking chocolate milk in the morning out of a bowl. Is that just me? Don't, Did, don't they sell this now? Isn't this a thing where they'll, what? am I wrong? Where there is like cereal milk that you can buy. It's just the milk. Oh, and there's it's flavored, definitely a like, flavor. Um, God, is it, is it like a fruity pebbles milk or something? That sounds nasty. Cause that has fruity pebbles. Milk is famous for being kind of what it is. There's nothing quite like it. Uh, and I'm, oh, I'm fairly sure that's a flavor of milk. Fruity, fruity pebbles, pebbles milk, milk. All right. I looked it up. This does exist or, or at oh, least it fuck. did. And maybe it went out of business, but I see frosted flake cereal milk, yeah. cinnamon crunch cereal milk, and some sort of peanut butter cereal milk. I don't know if it still exists, but it Good. did at one point. I wonder if you just chug it. That's gross, <laughs> or, dude. Or, I think you'd sip it. I don't like whiskey. Am I the only person that pours a reasonable amount of milk into the bowl and doesn't go overboard with it? Like I, I'm not, I'm not sitting here with a with a full bowl of milk afterwards that I have to like pick the bowl up with my hands and sip it. That just just seems like a waste. Are you refilling it? Are you putting more milk in it constantly? No, no. I mean, typically. Typically, what I'll do is I'll, I'll I'll start with the cereal, right, and then I'll pour some milk in, and then if I need more, I'll pour more milk in. But like, I'm not a guy who wastes milk, and that's good. Those are that's like some good calcium and vitamin D that you're throwing away if you leave some in the bowl. <laughs> do you oh, think you could also just drink it? Yeah, I know, but sometimes my tummy doesn't like it. Well, mm. you know, we were talking in the chat. This must have been last week, I think, about uh, different rates of lactose toleration worldwide yeah and north america europe is is decent with milk compared to most of the places above and below it asia is not great with milk either uh so so how do you how do i stack how up do you, how do you really yeah i mean what's, what's it feel like to talk about milk in a way that just alienates all of south america all of asia most of Africa. Do you even oh, care? Lord. I don't. Central America. I don't really give a, a shit at all, to be honest. <laughs> That's not where my viewers come from. Well, we're trying to flesh out foreign policy here. That's true, but and, you know, this, I'm gonna, this is the closest go, we can get. America first. That's what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to, to milk and cereal, that's, yeah. uh, that's a subtle way of showing it, isn't it? Yeah. Look, I mean, I sometimes... I'm not I'm not straight up lactose intolerant, Mike. I want to say 95% of the time I consume dairy products, I'm fine. But there is always that there is always like that that one time every now and then where I drink a little too much milk and I'm like, hmm, you know, my something's not something's not too right here, you know. Isn't cereal in general a very like the cereal variety is a very American thing isn't it? isn't there some meme where cereal in england is just like there's one option and it's just Brand. <laughs> like wheat a bit bales of hay yeah. <laughs> yeah you pour lukewarm water on your biscuits of wheat a bit yeah fuck wheat a bit so boring so yeah. boring i couldn't imagine Horrible. i couldn't imagine living in such a such a terrible place <laughs> yeah i you just have beans i've eaten a fair bit of wheat a bit imagine a kitchen sponge you know how um like a sponge that you'd have at the kitchen sink it's soft when it's brand new out of the package you use it a while but then when it it dries out after it's been wet mm -hmm. and it's like weirdly light but still hard as rock yeah of course yeah that's basically what weedabix is that's is you're not compressed it looks like sawdust compressed into a 
a patty. You're not really uh, you're not really hyping up Weetabix here. I, I hate to say it. I mean, you're not making me too excited to try it. I don't own stock in Weetabix. <laughs> Fuck, fair enough. You're not the flavor flave of Weetabix. You're the hype man. I'm not defending them on a tier list. I've got a big Weetabix. Well, I mean, you said that you've, you've had a lot of Weetabix neck. in your life, so I figured you know you this could fucking might might. I like did, it. but those were different days. Fair enough. You know, fair we enough. live differently in our early twenties than we do later on, and sometimes, sometimes we make different choices. That's true about what to eat, what not to eat. Circumstances yeah, change. Like ramen and all that. Yes. I, st- yes. I had ramen earlier today. I cooked up ramen and I sat there thinking to myself, why am I eating ramen? I dropped it. Oh, it's good. I dropped out of college and I make, I make buku bucks, you know? It's like, what am I doing? What am I doing <laughs> with all this sodium intake? I don't need it. <laughs> you could add things to ramen to make it pretty good though. You put an you egg can? in there. Fuck. I thought what? you just had to eat the noodles. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Throw it. Uh, you know, indulge, uh, live the high life, become the I've luxurious, the brick. rich lad that you are, and just crack an egg in there, man. <laughs> I just open it out of the package. I just, <laughs> yeah, put some some green onions in there. I don't know, spice that's, it up. It's, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not much some of a sesame cook. seeds. I'm not much of a cook. I, I don't have much prowess, and it sucks because I'm moving soon. And I'm going to be on my own, and I, I don't have, uh, I don't have any fucking. You know, cooking chops. Ugh, you're going to be those YouTubers who just talk about Uber Eats yeah, on Twitter I all day. Will. Just complain I'm about Uber Eats. tweet at them publicly. Hey, Uber Eats. Uh, second time this hey, second time this week, my, my dasher has run away with my order. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? You're going to become that I, guy. I don't want to be that guy, but I fear I might become him. Unless I... This is the yeah, last this is time. The last time. This, is so- <laughs> this is the last straw, Uber Eats. <laughs> never again dude i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to start coming up with some recipes some easy like chicken recipes just so i don't spend that much money i uber eats these wings that i'm eating right now and they were i spent like 33 bucks on one platter and i'm like oh well you know i probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah it was like yeah what was it like 20 something wings Plate of twenty boneless wings. Well, that's a lot of wings. And they're—I mean—they're small that's though. That's the thing. They're fucking small. I oh. eat them in one bite. Oh yeah, that's if they're bite sized like that. Twenty is not a yeah. great value no, it's for not. thirty some dollars. But no, that's the choice you make though. You have it. Uh, you have the food delivered. You pay the premium, yep. or you get a few recipes under your belt. You pay the. You pay the convenience fee, man. I want to get back to your career, Schlatt, before we run out of time talking about uh, cereal yeah, course, residue. I want to ask you about getting your... I watched this uh, video about you being canceled right before we started recording. Uh, yeah, and I was when, going through when, all, which of, one? all of the people who hate you. We I don't, shouldn't I don't even, know. What, we shouldn't even be talking on? to you. Yeah. It puts our reputations yeah. on the line. We're going to be yeah, canceled. You're, you're racist by, by, uh, by association. I don't know. I mean, which which canceling are you talking about? I I tend to farm <laughs> the Twitter threads these days. I don't even try anymore. How does it happen? I don't, I don't, know I don't even happens. know how many there have I, been. I I really don't know how it happens for the most part because I keep Twitter like I just don't see any notifications from people I don't follow and like I don't go out of my way. The thing the thing is with a lot of creators, they will go out of their way to search their name and to uh, figure out exactly what people say about them. And like, dude, like 
when, when I was starting to grow for the first time and like I would search Schlatt on Twitter and it'd be like this, it'd be this really cool thing because people were just starting to talk about me, you know, people were just starting to like recognize me. And, and, and this was uh, <laughs> like, it was cool to have people talking about me on Twitter. Um, but it, it just, fuck you do that. You do that long enough. And then eventually you just start, you start seeing only negative shit being talked about. And uh, that's the thing. I think a lot of content creators uh, have, they have this problem where they can't stop looking at all the negative shit that people say about them. And they, you know, they, they just, I don't know. It just feels like such a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. Do you guys check your indirects as, as they're called? Do you search like Kevin Lieber? Or or Matthew Tabor? I don't. don't? No, but nobody is that interested in. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's you. You have to reach a certain level of. I mean, how many Twitter followers do you have? One and a half million, something like that. A lot. A lot. I do have a lot of Twitter followers for some reason. There's a threshold that you have to reach before you get random people just interested in talking behind your back. That's true. I used to send uh, Kevin comments that were like held for moderation or sent to the you know the the shit folder because they were so rude um you know occasionally i'd send him one of the one of the really funny ones that just ripped on him but but that's that's kind of it there's not a whole lot out there i mean there's some there are a bunch of vsauce memes that are uh (laughs) like you know (laughs) there are a lot with with michael that are you know in in poor taste as as a teacher or beloved adult might say uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, there's nothing that's really discussing who, who you are and what you've done in your body of work and whether it's appropriate that you continue. And that's the kind of thing, you know, when, when the, the cancellation stuff comes up for you and the people around you, like it's a very real discussion of whether you should be allowed to exist. Oh, I shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. I'm a, I'm a bad guy. Um, I mean, dude, it, it <sighs> I care very little about these conversations because it it just comes down to, am I going to waste my time trying to convince people who don't watch my content and will never watch my content? Am I going to waste my time trying to convince them that I'm not this terrible monster that they think I am? And when I, when I do the math in my head, I always come to just, no, it's not because they don't like this. There's, it's just not worth my time. It's not worth the air. And so I, I just let people what say whatever they want to say. Um, and and I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of chilling in my corner doing fine. What about when the stands rise up, though? Because those are people who, they, they, who they hold no watch power. your content. They do care deeply. They hold no power. No, actually, I, I don't think a lot of them do. Because most of these stands, quote unquote, are coming from these Minecraft YouTubers who, uh, who kind of... I don't know. There was some, there was some shit going on, some conversation about Stan Twitter and, uh, you know, how toxic it is. And they were going back and forth with Minecraft people and one of, uh, one of Carson's friends, Josh, but I just, I just didn't even throw my head into the ring at that point. Cause it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it feels like such a waste of time to even get caught up in it. Like when, it, when I look at the kind of content I make, I know for a fact, it's not designed for like that demographic and and that shows you know like 90 10 is my male to female ratio in general um and, and it's just not worth it for me to uh to really even 
like take notice when when shit like that happens because they're not the people who watch my stuff and it's it's not really worth me trying to you know reason with them in the first place are you uncancelable if you really I mean, just don't if you don't give don't a shit care about, about it, it i mean are, probably yeah i mean like maybe if maybe if your audience actually cares about that stuff like james charles remember when that fucker lost like three million subscribers in a day yeah it was wild that's well, what it didn't ultimately affect no him, it though, didn't did it? it didn't but i mean that it, it had a pretty sizable impact when it was going on you know the dude posted a video of him crying why did that happen i forget i don't know some some thing about vitamin gummies and promoting them and while while his friend has a vitamin gummy company i don't know i don't yeah there's been that. a few there's been a few uh about uh toddy westbrook yeah. and the relationship then everyone everyone turned around on her with people the next and who day. was telling the truth yeah they they did and they the crazy thing is that you know two weeks later once more evidence has come out and more information it seems like everybody was initially wrong on on all sides and so it was it was really kind of nuts uh keem has been has been uh in trouble in that same sort of way where it's like oh keem is bleeding followers well look every time this happens and somebody is getting canceled uh it's a little tougher now than when social blade showed the real time real-time substance sure, yeah, yeah. like it was you could see those those numbers turn that over now you just get the general things but each time this happens and somebody is completely canceled and obliterated they lose like two percent of their followers sure maybe le- maybe it's one yeah. percent and then a couple weeks later it's back to normal the thing is is that again like the day i was trending uh, last week with like fucking twenty thousand tweets being made about me I uploaded a video <laughs> yeah. the day of and it got like a hundred dislikes and it was, it was one of the most popular videos. I think it was the most popular video I'd ever uploaded. Like in terms of just initial boom, uh, it was a one out of 10 on the studio. You know, it was, it was, it was just crazy, you know, and it, it really puts it in perspective of, you know, what, it, <laughs> what actually you should be doing and engaging with and caring about on this platform. And fact of the matter is it's not fucking Twitter. You know, I go on there once a week, I make my funny tweet and I leave. And, uh, and that's pretty much my relationship with the platform at this point. Um, do you not really no, use it that much? I don't, don't really like, Twitter. I don't sometimes I'll, I'll go on to, uh, see what my friends are tweeting and I'll try and reply to them, you know, to kind of get in before their tweet does well so that your name is still kind of associated with it. And then you, you get some of their followers, but in general, man, I mean, it's like, <laughs> there's very, I see very little value on Twitter. Um, it's just fucking, I made a tweet in jest when I, when all that stand stuff was going on, just like, dude, get off Twitter and fucking open up a brokerage account and start investing in, in mutual funds and shit. It's like, there's so much, so much better things you can be doing with your time that will set you up for success. And, uh, you know, just being on Twitter isn't one of them, man. Yeah. What I found interesting with the the video that I watched about <clears throat> you people clamoring for you to be canceled were, were how many of them were frustrated that you like weren't canceled. There were all of these things that were like, "How come he keeps getting away with this?" And they were shaking their fist in the end. It's because they don't the watch me. And it, it's because that's well, that's the what thing. I was thinking. That's, I was like, the, this is the yeah, point. because it's you don't not, have an, any effect worth on my his time content. Trying to convince people who don't watch my content and never will watch my content because I don't make it for them. It's not worth my time convincing them I'm not a terrible person. So I don't, I don't worry about it. 
and I'm doing fine. And that's and that yeah, and the really only way it would have an honestly, effect dude, is if your yes. fans were pissed and off. And they're at not you. because they understand. But that's the thing. Like it, it's 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 not worth my time. And that's really that's really all I I have to say on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it must feel weird though to have that occur nah, around you. you. I mean, I've it. obviously never you experienced it, anything probably. like that before. You you just it just you brush it off at this point. Yeah, you go on the trending section and you see your name and you're like, eh, well, <laughs> must feel weird. It, it probably yeah, you, you don't you don't you guys don't have out. any experience with it, and uh, very few people do. But uh, that's that is really the extent of it these days. <clears throat> yeah, nobody cancels me over my like stupid hot dog yeah. tweets. So um, that's part of my strategy is just to be extremely dumb. Oh, I've seen your Twitter account, man. It is pretty dumb. People would just feel Thank bad you. trying to Thank trying you. to deplatform you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would start a GoFundMe instead for my wellness. <laughs> Get me checked out. I was hoping uh, Marquez Brownlee announced today that he's uh, creating some sort of streamy award this year, and I was hoping that it was going to be the worst Twitter mm. account, and that I would gladly accept it. Right. Um, but he hasn't responded. He hasn't no, responded. I don't, so. Kevin, I hate to break it to you, but I doubt he even saw the, the tweet, you know, <laughs> I, I, know. I, I would know. bet I any amount of money that he just did not even see the tweet and, uh, and does not care. Actually. What if his, yeah. What if one of his assistants assistants saw the tweet and it went up the, the tweet oh, chain and got to, I'm him. sure his response would have yeah. been like, who? <laughs> Well, Schlatt, did you notice uh, during your like five days of verification that you see very little uh, tweets when you're verified? Because I have verification on the Vsauce mm, 2 yeah, yeah. Twitter account and I get no notifications on that. Like I'll see people tagging me on my personal Twitter that also tag sure. Vsauce 2 and the Vsauce 2 account will never see that tweet. It just filters yeah, out well, like everything. I don't get notifications from anybody except the people I follow. So like you can tweet, you can tweet anything in the world at me and I will just, there is a hundred percent chance I will not see it because my notification section on Twitter is just people I care about. And I think that's what social media should be in the first place. You know, I, mm -hmm. I've kind of got my own little, little quiet corner here where I just tweet stupid shit and, uh, and don't, <laughs> and don't see what anybody says about it. Cause it doesn't matter. It's, it's social media. It's fucking, it's fucking useless in the first place, man. So what, what does the future hold? What, what's your five oh, year, five -year oh, plan? Well, we know what your four year my plan, four -year is, plan is, is to, is yeah, to re rerun for yeah. president, but what is your three year plan before, you know, twenty? I'll tell you what my week plan is. My one week plan. How's that? I'm going down to Austin, Texas to, uh, to look for some houses. And so I'm in New York right now. Yeah. And, um, which sucks. Because every year I have to go to the bank and write a big old check to New York State, and uh, yes. I've ran the I've ran the options in my head, and uh, have you know? Well, most YouTubers, right? Think of it this way: most YouTubers will uh, will go to LA or you know some some crazy expensive area where everybody is, and uh, then they wind up spending a lot of money on their house and a lot of money on state tax and all that, but um. I think the streamers have kind of got it figured out because Austin is like this kind of streaming capital because streamers don't go outside. They just sit in their house and, and Austin has big houses for cheap and no state tax. 
There's no state income tax. It really, yeah. When you come from a state like New York yeah. or California, it's instant. You go to a place like Texas, Florida, Nevada, you instantly get a 12% raise. Mm-hmm. Straight up, that's life. You get a 12% raise on your life, boom, the end. And if you're, you know, let's say uh, you've got a good job, you're making 60000 a year. Uh, what are the odds of getting 12% as a raise at yeah. work? Well, probably not great, but you can get in a car and go, and all of a sudden you're making seven, 8000 Well, what's seven, eight, seven or 8000 Basically a mortgage payment. Yeah, exactly. It, uh, on a, a 30 year mortgage on a big ass house, uh, you can pull a payment like that. So by moving from New York to Texas, you basically get a free, large, amazing house. Exactly, dude. And when that's the way the when, math works. I've thought about this like so much, like when you're working on the internet and your income just straight up does not determine, you know, it's, it does, it is not fluctuating based on where you live. You could live in the middle of fucking Appalachia. And uh, be making the same amount of money, and that's why it just makes sense to be somewhere cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's viable so, too. If you like, if you can have, if you really don't care about what's around you, who's around you, uh, and you can find good internet. I mean, we talk about places like Florida and Texas being good options. Well, there are places where uh, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a year makes you outrageously wealthy, mm-hmm. uh, and you know. Some people do take that route. Uh, I knew a bunch of people who, who did writing, uh, who, you know, it's really the same as streaming where most people who do a lot of writing don't go out a whole lot. Yeah. You know, they, they buckle down and, and do their thing or they do it for long periods at a time. You know, they might put 10 or 12 months into a project. Well, go to Indonesia and hang out Damn. for a year yeah. on the cheap. Yeah, dude. It's totally viable now in a way that it wasn't. Uh, even 20 years ago, it just, you didn't have access to the same sorts of things when you went to any of those places and you may not, you know, you couldn't have gone to Austin and had access to the same sorts of media stuff that was in LA or New York. Well, that gap has closed Mm -hmm. and you can be in Topeka and get it if you'd like it. Totally has. And I just have so many conversations with YouTubers and people who just make a lot of money more than more than we probably should, right? And I'm just in awe that, like, I feel like a lot of YouTubers aren't, they don't really care about their money and they don't really do anything to kind of manage it or be smart with it. And uh, they tend not to no, know. Like, there's no investment going on. Everybody lives in LA because that's where, that's where you, you have to be if you're, if you're a YouTuber. Um, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. It kind of frustrates me. Who's in Austin? Austin, What's the Austin so streamer scene? Austin's got Soda Poppin, Ms. Kiff, S. Fand. Uh, it's basically, it's basically. If you obviously, L.A. is still the place to go. L.A. has most of the people on Twitch, but uh, Austin comes at a close second in terms of just the people who are there, and uh, a lot of smaller streamers as well, because smaller streamers can't really necessarily afford L.A., but Austin's kind of cheap in comparison. I'm not saying it's cheap in general. But, um, yeah, if you, if you got the choice between LA and Austin, um, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking Austin any, any day of the week now. And so my plan is to, is to get out there, um, this month and, and tour some places and hopefully, hopefully get, you know, something signed some year long, year long lease on a place and, uh, and just move down there and see how I like it. And, uh, if I, if I wind up liking it a lot, then maybe, 
maybe have. Maybe I become a real estate guy. I feel like that's a a viable option for for a lot of YouTubers. Uh, I know for a fact, CNatters when he quit a couple of years ago, um, he he straight up moved to Austin and started doing real estate. Like that's just it's just one of the things YouTubers tend to do after uh, after they're done making videos. They just kind of own land, which is weird. You know, it doesn't doesn't really yeah. a lot of flexibility. Yeah, there, though totally. Like it, it, in terms of scheduling and and the way you apply your responsibilities, uh-huh. it kind of is is pretty similar to YouTube. That's a good. Yeah, that's fair. That, that's very fair. And so that 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 could be uh in the cards for me. Who knows? Right now, what about a, a gamer oh, house? Gamer TV. God damn, I'd be living. I would be living <laughs> with. Uh, I would be living with a slat <laughs> hut. <laughs> I would be living with a streamer buddy of mine, Connor eats pants, um, who's pretty cool, but. In general, I, I'm not really too keen on this idea of getting, you know, five sweaty big men in the same in the same place. Uh, sweaty. So, oh, sweaty. So you're going to pull a Captain Sparkles and turn the AC on. I have a fucking heater on, you know, 24-7. Even in Austin, that gets pretty hot. <laughs> um, yeah, 150 yeah, degrees. Man. So, I, I mean, <laughs> I just like having a lot of space. I like the idea of having, you know, a different room um, where I sleep and a different room where I can relax and a different room where I can film stuff. And in Austin, that's a that's a possibility. And uh, in L.A., it's not in New York. It's not. So, um, yeah, I think that's the that is the the extent of it. What YouTubers are in no. New York? No one. And it, and it's yeah, funny okay. because you that's think, a whole lot anymore. You, think no. you know, New York City is kind of this hub of where creatives go. It's it's just not it's just not true no one is in new york no one i know zero it's youtubers who live in new york i think oh yeah. i think i think naked jakey did move in uh recently but that's right he did yeah but other than that he yeah did. i don't i don't know the gregory brothers are there um those are the only other people i know schmo yoho yeah that's you know an oh yeah yeah they're they're in new york that's it that's the list as far as i know and before that, Casey obviously yeah. he moved a couple of yeah. years ago now. So it's so it's so it's weird. Just like you think noisy and yeah, expensive, it, and there's no room. It's, well, it it's sounds the most like LA inconducive too, place. To be honest, and you'd think you'd think there would be some some kind of presence in New York City, but there's just not. You really do just go you to can LA. get room in LA though. You cannot get room That's in true. New York. Yeah. It's it's a million dollars to rent mm-hmm. a closet there. It's just it just doesn't make sense to me why why LA is, tends to be the only option. I've, you know, well, it is what it is. That's where all the agents are. Yeah. That's where the, all the all the all the agencies are. And the, hey, do you want to do this TV thing or right. commercial thing or that's ad true. or it, it's it's all out there. That's why. And so it's less YouTube stuff. It's more traditional media crossover right. stuff. Really, oh, you're right. And I. I and I think, yeah, that gives you jobs that are roughly aligned, like, well, loosely aligned, that you can do nine to five jobs that are consistent as you do the, the take your shot thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are more jobs in, in the broad industry, media, communications, all that stuff, in a hub like that than other places. So it, it does make some sense, uh, but at the same time, it's, it's a life suck, it's a time suck, it's a money suck. Yep. It's a suck suck. It is a suck suck. Everybody in LA is depressed, man. It's just not a happy place to be. I, I I enjoy when I go on trips to LA and meet up with people, but 
I couldn't imagine, you know, you living in LA, you're not hanging out with people every day of the week. You're not having fun. You're just kind of there. Like, I feel like I can take LA in very small doses. And other than that, I'd probably hate it. Well, Kevin and I both got out. We did our time. He did more time than I did. I did two years. How long were you there, Kevin? No, about the same. About two years. Oh, I thought it was more like four or five. No, 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 no. No, I was in Portland most of the time in the beginning days of Vsauce and then LA for a bit. But if we're ripping LA for a second, I would love to bring up what Glozell told (laughs) us a couple of months ago, where Glozell... Uh, she ascended kind of like the the hierarchy a little bit out in LA and started, you know, rubbing elbows with a certain, you know, upper mm. crust of people <laughs> of out there. And she was telling us like, as part of that, you know, aristocratic scene, you start doing really, really strange stuff to stand out, to have something to talk about with your rich friends and to just spend your like stupid amounts of money on two of the things that she mentioned uh, were uh a leech what like like leech therapy including like having leeches like in her like fucking, uh, inserted fucking bloodletting and her it, leeches it, yeah. inserted in lady parts these are lady what? part leeches <laughs> that's yeah. some black plague <laughs> shit right there what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, that was one. The the other one. By the way, she opened almost, with that. That was the best part. Is like that was the very first thing she said on the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, this is <laughs> this is either going to be amazing or absolutely awful." What the fuck? It was um, amazing. The other one is almost weirder. Well, you know, I'll let you decide. And it was like stripping down, either completely naked or to your underwear, and then just having gold leaf like laid on top of your skin and just that was a thing gold therapy and you would just go to this gold therapy place you get covered in gold for i don't know how long i don't think she specified the duration what <laughs> or what the like fuck? the supposed benefits were but that was a thing and she probably paid who knows oh you know a thousand dollars for a session of like laying oh, underneath that's gold. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That is the most West Coast Los Angeles shit I've ever heard, dude. Fucking leeches. They don't do that shit anywhere else. Anywhere, anywhere else. else. That was my point. Yeah. There's no other place other than LA. Maybe some religious fucking wearing cult gold blankets in the middle of nowhere does <laughs> does bloodletting and uh, gold therapy still. Yeah. But what's the gap between religious cult and those people i mean it's True. it's hard True. to discern i people think still drink colloidal silver though that's that's still absolutely a thing haven't you seen the people turning kind of purple oh yeah the their skin about? like if you <laughs> yeah if you if you consume colloidal <laughs> silver long enough it builds up in your body your body has no way to expel metal like that and so it turns your skin like a dark what purple and you can look like a giant bruise. That's pretty much what it makes you look like. But when you see the pictures of the the people who are, uh, I don't know if you'd call it addicted to it or just completely committed to it, um, they turn funny colors. Uh, hopefully, I am oh, going to do my best right now to find a picture of this guy. His name is uh, Paul Carrison. His nickname is Papa Smurf. Yeah, I or just popped was. the picture he, in, what in the, the chat. Fuck? It's got to be the same guy. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this next week on audio, 
you gotta Google this. If you Google one thing, Google colloidal silver man, like this is going to be the guy who comes up. Wait, Matt, what is the benefit of drinking colloidal silver? Why do they do this? I do think, you know? oh, I makes me feel good. I want to be right about it. Yeah. I want to be right about what they think they're doing. Um, I do know that, I, that there are people who put it on topically and there are people who swallow it. Um, but I can't think exactly. Oh, the things that pop up in autocomplete just show the, the Christ, range. Man. It's like colloidal silver for Lyme disease, for herpes. Um, yeah, antibacterial agent agent for wound dressing. That would be true. I mean, silver's pretty good at <laughs> being antimicrobial. This is, such, this um, is so. Uh, this is this is fucking nuts. Yeah. People think it has miracle effects though like that's the issue if you're drinking this every day uh consuming it every day you're doing it because you think it's going to like cure cancer oh, something like that like it's yeah and there is no evidence Bro, like that, you think that that happens you, you say people like drink silver the first thing i thought of was that like egyptian pharaoh who drank mercury every day it's like how the fuck do people still do this shit <laughs> There's almost a resurgence in it. And it's exactly what Kevin was talking about with Glozell, where you, there's almost a social pressure to buy into something really strange that's that one weird trick. I mean, think of the success of Gwyneth Paltrow in Goop. Oh, God. She sent if us that's a, like a retail system. version of the. That's when the we whole were starting thing. Lunch Club, yeah, that's the, she, uh, she sent us a Yeah, you were Goop for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, we were. We were goop and we had a podcast and <laughs> apparently she has the fucking patent, the uh, the the copyright on goop podcasts. So shame. Well, she was selling and still is selling like the, the jade egg was the one that really blew up. Oh, right? yeah, the, the, jade, the pussy jade egg, egg right? goes in the vagina. Yeah. Um, but now like she's got the candles that smell like her. I have one. And, uh, I have one. Does not smell good. Do you really? Yeah, it does not smell good. Oh, no, God. It's kind of flowery. How do you know, though? It's kind of flowery. How do you know really... that it's accurate, though? I, you couldn't. You could never know. So she threatened to sue you, and you bought her yeah. vagina candle. It's a bit of response. a... <laughs> that's a response. That's a strange reaction. Relationship here. I mean, it's kind of one-sided, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> kind of one-sided. I think so. I think we need to talk about this. She is... Uh, <laughs> it's kind it of abusive. Kind of abusive. But you know what? I fucking... I need that... You're a pay pig. <laughs> I need that pussy candle, man. <laughs> I light it up every night before I jerk off. She's fin doming you, know? you. Oh my god, <sighs> that's true. It's um, so weird, though. I mean, like, I feel. Uh, on one hand, I always thought that, like, once I, once I, uh, once I made enough money, like, how much money do you really need until you can live off of your investments and stuff like that? On one hand. I always yeah. thought to myself, yeah, once I get that, I'll, I'll probably just, I'll be fine. But then I see people like PewDiePie who do sponsorships every day still. It's like, what do you need? What, what the fuck does PewDiePie need the money for? And it's just kind of that natural thing of you kind of just get used to what you have and you just want more and more, regardless of how, regardless of how silly it is at that point, once you're a multi, multi-millionaire, you know? I do think that PewDiePie has an operation to keep running though. And like, that's definitely a thing where when you start to employ some people, mm -hmm. uh, and, and have other people's lives intertwined in, when you stop pulling in revenue, that's fair. their livelihood is 
potentially gone. Yeah. So there's a responsibility to that that brand and business to keep it running. And I, I think that's the case with him. I mean, I don't know how many people are working with him, but uh, given the estimates on the revenue he pulls in from everything combined, it's more than enough to put food on their table. Yeah. Uh, but for yeah, for most people, I think it's just as simple as like they they want things to be easier, sure, right? And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the step one we we've talked about this on other episodes. Like step one is in YouTube world is like hiring an editor, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like getting that person to edit so you don't have right. to. And I think the convenience, like every time you do a thing like that, you buy yourself a little more convenience. You buy yourself one fewer problem. Um, you know, there's that that's tougher to draw a line on where it's like, yes, I'm willing to accept all of the problems that I currently have, and I'm not willing to do anything to alleviate them. You know, that's a line I think not too many people draw. So they keep earning and all of that. It's just that the problems they're solving tend to get more marginal, less important. Mm-hmm. I also think people like PewDiePie, you know, people who are so driven, I mean, that guy has made just a ridiculous amount of content. Yeah. Eventually, it's like, I don't know what else to do. Like, like what would PewDiePie do? I mean, we, we had a whole podcast, I think about this a co- last year or whatever. What happens when um, you retire? Yeah. Like w- he's a young guy. He's much younger than you or I, Matt, <laughs> yeah. but like, what, what is he going to do for the rest of his life? I, I think he's just not ready to figure that out. I always thought, or doesn't what are want you going to do when you retire? I, I always felt like I would, yeah, I would what's your be, plan? Uh, well, be, be, be a slumlord yeah, in Austin. I'd have my uh, my tenants. I'd just be sucking them dry every month. You know, <laughs> I want to be a shitty landlord. Um, that's my goal. Once I retire, uh, I want to. Uh, I I always figured once I made enough money, I would just kind of like I don't know. I'd still be in the content sphere, but kind of more in a in a medium that kind of is just more enjoyable because. I enjoy, I, you got to imagine PewDiePie wouldn't be doing what he's doing right now if he didn't enjoy it to a certain extent. But obviously, Absolutely. obviously there's something else he would rather be doing than that. You know, it's got to be, be something. something. Yeah. And, it, and it probably, it probably is within the realm of something he can do. Like dude's got a lot of money. He can fund a little project that he wants to do, whether it's on YouTube or whatever. Um, and I, I, I figure I might, go, you know, just continue to make the kind of stuff that I would want to see. And that doesn't necessarily, uh, doesn't necessarily fit the, requ- the requirements to, uh, to bang on YouTube's algorithm. Cause it's very easy to upload, you know, 30 minute long gameplay videos of you and your buddies playing Jackbox, which is what I've done, uh, recently. And, and it's kind of hard to say no to that content when you haven't made it yet. And when you and when YouTube sees that and is like, hey, let's show this to two million people in in the first few days, like, what am I going to do? Say no? No, I'm going to keep fucking making those videos until I don't need to anymore. You know, um, I, I don't necessarily, you know, that's not the most fun thing in the world to me, editing those videos and putting them up. But um, I imagine my reti- retirement air quotes would look something less like that and more like me. Uh, taking the time to kind of make better videos that I enjoy a little more, um, whether the, those are video essays or whether that is, uh, you know, posting more frequently on my call of duty channel. 
Uh, I have a, I have a call of duty commentary channel. That's like straight from fucking 2010 where I just play modern warfare two and talk <laughs> over it. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be talking up serials in my exaggerated, uh, bombastic persona. Um, had I not need to, you know, isn't the commentary stuff, yeah, the weekly slap, isn't that, isn't that like your ask schlap kind of, uh, like advice it column sort is. of, um, I, for a while I, I have the, I've been accepting emails from, from people who just kind of send in their problems and, uh, I give them advice on it. Um, but recently it's recently, it's been kind of a struggle to, uh, to do it because, I keep thinking about this this concept of like parasocial relationships and especially with the drama that's been going on recently with stands and all that that kind of loops in too cuz I don't know the thing that goes in and goes on in my head is you know when I when I see people who have become so utterly invested in one content creator um to the point where like they have Twitter accounts dedicated to them and I don't know I I, I feel like I feel like the the relationship I want to have with my viewers is uh, I want you to treat me like like a TV show or something, you know, like like just a piece of media that you tune into every now and then and and enjoy and not and that's really it. Like you turn off the TV and then you go about your life afterwards. You know, it, it, I want I want you to mm-hmm. watch my videos and laugh and that's really it. And uh, I you know because I don't care about you. That's the thing. That's the thing. It sucks to say, but I sure I might care about my numbers and my viewers air quotes as like a collective, but in terms of individual viewers, in terms of the one, the one dude in, you know, Idaho, Boise, Idaho, who's watching my videos every day after a hard day's work. I don't care about him. I I don't know him, you know? And so I can't, I, I reasonably can't care about him. And and the thing is with the weekly slap is that it's kind of like breaking down that fourth that fourth wall of this bombastic, you know, character that I play in my in my YouTube videos and it's kind of, you know, on one hand it's a nice outlet where I can kind of express myself and not not have to, you know, be joking about dick and balls. And on the other hand, it's kind of this window <laughs> into me as a person that I don't necessarily know if it's the best thing for me to do to be sharing it with people. Because then that kind of, it kind of builds that parasocial relationship in a way that, you know, I don't necessarily think is that healthy. Yeah. You definitely have those. Cause I saw somebody like one of my tweets and their account was like, I'm obsessed with Schlott. I don't remember what it yeah, said, man. but it was something along those lines. I don't know how to feel um, about that kind of stuff. You see, yeah. Just send them, just send them the Vsauce 2 video, the invention of friends <laughs> and our friendship. I don't remember what it's called. But they'll 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 learn about what it means to be a friend and how your brain cannot possibly care about them cognitively. Yeah. It's science, fellas. It's just simple science. Sorry, it feels it feels weird I to hear. say uh, that I don't care about any of my fans. But like, if I if I really was like, I I love each and every one of you. You know, you guys are the best. It just be it just be not genuine. A lot of creators I know, say that. I know it does. I know they do. And I don't think it comes from a bad place or like a or like a disingenuous place. Um, but uh, I, it's just not for me. I'm not the kind of person who's going to say that. It's a numbers game too. <laughs> totally. Like it's very easy. We've talked. We've talked in in past episodes about the community with the create unknown. It's small enough to where we can actually do that. 
you know, right. <laughs> and like, and it, it, it's real. Like we, we know what, what kind of art people are doing sure. and what kind of videos yeah, yeah, they're making. Course. If it were even like maybe twice the size that it is now, which wouldn't be a lot. It's not like there are, you know, 10 million, uh, subs here. Uh, who especially who are active in the discord and stuff, but even twice the number that we've got now, that's, it would be impossible to know what everybody was doing. And that's a really small number. So we're kind of at capacity in terms of knowing people really yeah. well, we will probably continue to grow. Like the discord community has grown at a, a decent pace for a year and a half. Uh, there's no indication that that will stop. That's great. But uh, we're going to probably not have as strong a handle on the minutia. Of course, you know, the, some people will stand out and that's fine. That, like, that's awesome. We'll get to know their stuff really well, but it, it won't be like it is right now where we really do <laughs> pretty much know what everybody's right. working on. And again, these numbers are so much smaller than what you're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, anybody who is, who has, uh, you know, Tens of thousands of Twitch followers, even you know, or not even, not even millions or anything like that. When they say that they really have a deep attachment to each and every person, it like, look, it's just <laughs> not possible. It's not. It's not. And like I said before, like you can you can tweet anything you want at me. I will not see it. I just I won't see it. <laughs> I have Twitter formulated in a way that it doesn't show me anything and that's the way i enjoy it that's the way that's really is that that is what brings me peace <laughs> not seeing any of it because i know that there's that there's stupid shit going on and i know that there's uh that there's people who care way too much about me that probably shouldn't and i you know it, it sucks to say that one of my favorite projects um that I, that I really like genuinely enjoy doing, uh, probably contributes to that parasocial relationship. I just, I don't know. It's, it's just something I've been struggling with, I guess. Yeah. Got deep. Yeah. I, I know. I know. It makes sense though. It does make a lot of sense. Um, it's like especially Ice Cube just said deep, so deep, put your ass to sleep. <laughs> maybe when, <laughs> maybe my retirement uh, looks like, uh, kind of breaking down that, that wall and kind of, putting a stop to the whole bombastic nature of everything and just just going on that call of duty channel every week you know maybe that's what maybe that's what i'll be doing uh till the end of till the end of my days but uh i don't know i don't know man i mean my my uh my plans are pretty i don't i'm not too too much of a planner to be honest like i mean i don't know i don't i don't have a five-year plan i i i have a vague idea of what I'd like to have in five years, which is uh, a pretty decent place to live and uh, probably trying to start a family at some point. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, I, I really couldn't I really couldn't tell you. I mean, this shit I've only been doing this full time for like a year, man, a year and three months, maybe. So, I mean, so much wow. shit. pretty new. It is. It totally is. And this landscape changes every every month. You know, something crazy happens and, uh, yeah, I don't know who knows what, who knows what, what fucking YouTube and Twitch will look like in a year from now. Well, we have a bunch of questions that Matt, if you could do your best to shotgun yeah, sure, through, sure. so we can blast down we, through these. And the first one yeah. is, yeah, the first one is from Rosie who became 
a member of the dumpster crew during this mm. episode. Thank Whoa. you, Rosie. We love you individually. Welcome to the dumpster crew, Rosie. We care deeply about you as an N equals one. Everything we, we love you, Rosie. We just said you, in the last ten minutes applies specifically uh, to you. We care about um, you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I wanted to jump into it though and, and see if Kevin was segueing because it's that question that you were just explaining about it's about what what are you doing 10 years from now I know you say that yeah it's been 15 months full time five years I've got some basic goals but fucking 10 what years is, from now do you have a prediction for the 10 year slab no. no fucking predictions whatsoever not a single not, thing not a single thing hey maybe I get married is there anything you don't want to be doing that I don't want to uh Hopefully I'm still not, you know, breaking keyboards and shit for YouTube views. Hopefully. So you do want to tone it down. I just want, I don't know if it'll now. be toned down. I just, hopefully I'm not still playing Wii games. You know, I feel like, I feel like I need some <laughs> kind of progression or something, something to change, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll be breaking laptops instead of keyboards. So just have more money. <laughs> he'll be breaking he'll be breaking four gts <laughs> in 95 yep, degree garages yep. <laughs> uh james wants to know that if you become the president-elect which here's hoping for 2024 where would you drop a literal bomb and you can't do something like the pacific ocean like this has to be you have to choose a real place that you would bomb as president mm. uh how big's the bomb? Let's say it's at least as big as the last time we we used a nuke. So at least as okay. large as Fat Man and Little I Boy. I mean, for my own selfish, selfish reasons, I would uh, tell everybody that I cared about to evacuate the city of Los Angeles, and then we'd fucking drop it there uh, so that everybody wow. would just like stop being stupid and moving to los angeles when they wanted to be rich and famous and they decided to move somewhere cheaper <laughs> they're just going to flock to somewhere else yeah, they come to austin you know we have our own little setup with no and state then you'll taxes. have ruined austin <laughs> <laughs> well no 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 that's why i say i only tell the people that i care you about destroy two cities only, with tell, one bomb. only tell some of the youtubers i care about you know they come to austin buddy i'm about to drop a bomb on fucking los angeles then i then i you know then we then we get rid of it <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll, we'll know something's up when we see that one tweet that says, bro, don't come yeah, to Los Angeles tomorrow. Also, no one in Los Angeles is going to be voting <laughs> for me anyways. So shapes up well for me, the next election. Um, when are you going to announce that run? Oh, who knows? I mean, I, I, uh, I started selling merch, Shalat 2020 merch in 2019. So we think, oh, okay. I think maybe a couple years from now is, is when I'll, get the ball rolling again maybe start at 2023 i'll, I'll begin it again maybe i'll do like a congressional run in 2022 you know i think i think it just kind of makes sense you've got, I got time. a lot of you've time got time to, to strategize a lot of time darkness barker asks this is a slight topic shift what's your favorite video game uh right now daisy totally love daisy i've been watching a fuck ton of daisy streamers recently um, this new map came out that's entirely community made. Um, fucking love that survival uh, sandbox aspect of just like running into random people as you're trying to survive and not knowing what the fuck. Okay, is this a good guy? Is this a bad guy? What are they going to do? Uh, such a fucking cool game. It sucks that the game isn't actually good, you know, but it is very enjoyable for me. 
Kino Corner wants to know favorite movie. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Next question. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> You've thought about this a lot. That was, that was instant. Good. That was there was no thought oh, man. at all. It was just like a muscle memory. Fuck that that pool scene. The opening scene of Terminator 2 is just fucking it's beautiful. Fucking takes the cigarette, squeezes it into Arnold's chest. My god. It is the perfect Throws action him under the movie. Fryer. Is there a no, better action no, movie than not. T2? I don't think so. There's no I really better don't. Movie at all. The fucking metal guy <laughs> well, that shapeshifts through the jail cell. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Such a cool movie. We have some more. Um, Andrew wants to know, where's your idea of a goat come from? A goat as oh, you yeah. come from. So back when I uh, was making montage parodies in like 2015, that's how I got my start. I'd edit these shit posts. Um, and uh, just so happened that one of one of the games I liked, Castle Crashers, had this little like buddy that you could take along with you called Rami. And um, and he was my profile picture. It's just a picture of Rami from Castle Crashers. And uh, it, once I started growing, it got to the point where I was like, well, you know, maybe maybe it's not a good idea to use a copyrighted character as part of my branding. So I went to an artist and I'm like, <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's do something new here and let's you know, stick to the the theme of the goat for whatever reason, because I thought it was cool. Um, not because I find him attractive or anything like that. I think that's quite strange, but I mean, you do you. Uh, <laughs> it's just a cross I bear at this point. Uh, I'm not a furry, but, you know, most people probably think I am. It is what it is. Yeah, there was some furry talk yeah. earlier. <sighs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit on the server. Uh, so some people do seem to believe that. Uh, Isaac wants to know what flavor of wings were you eating? Uh, honey barbecue. Not good with spicy food, to That's be honest. A good blend. No, you yeah, like the mild. I got ones? the, uh, you know, that two X ramen. I don't, again, like we're back to ramen. I don't, I don't know why I why I'm trying to eat more ramen. I don't need to, but I bought it on Amazon. Got it fucking imported, and uh, it is spicy as shit. I can't eat it at all. You put one drop of that fucking liquid, and and it's just like inedible. Got to go for a softer yeah, palate. Man. Uh, chinchilla. So we, I don't think we mentioned this. So our, uh, our really our leadership crew, our best of the best, our top tier is the baby mm. gang, baby gang, the infantry. And oh, that's so funny. Chinchilla, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monsieur Chinchilla had some concerns about your God of we babysitting uh, video. Yeah, of course. And he doesn't know if, if they as a baby gang should be afraid. Well, look, I mean, that video was just, that beef is just purely between me and baby Yuto. I don't have a thing uh, with most babies. Um, it's not baby wide. No, it, it is not. It, it, it is not uh, baby wide. It just, it's just with me and baby Yuto, you know, we kind of, we kind of have that connection. Um, so, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have all your uh, infantry worry about it. That's clever. It's a clever name, dude. The infantry. 11th. Oh yeah, yeah, no, we we are generally baby themed, you know, with the tops and uh, dumpster crew deviates from that a little bit, but uh, that's got its own reasons. But yeah, it's good a to, little bit good to but roll with the babies. There's a connection. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't want to have dumpster baby as a Patreon <laughs> title. <laughs> like there's some connotations there. Yeah. <laughs> So, so 11s <laughs> wants to know about your keyboard bit. Where do you get these keyboards and how many oh, right. do you buy? So my manager, Ryan P, 
who uh, manages the Misfits and some other groups, um, he had a U2's launch and he said, uh, hey, if you promote this U2's launch in one of your videos, I'll get you a really nice keyboard. And I said to him, how about you get me a kind of nice keyboard and also like 50 really shitty keyboards so I could break them. And he said, okay. And then, uh, you know, 50 shitty ass keyboards showed up and I still have three. There's three left. After about half a year, there are three keyboards left. Are you going to restock? What happens when the final keyboard goes down? I feel like it's kind of played out at this point. I mean, how many more times can Schlatt smash a keyboard and all his and everybody in the baby gang laughs? You know, like I feel like I'm kind of running on fumes at this point. (laughs) Dude, do you know how many times Gallagher smashed a watermelon? (laughs) Yeah. He's Probably, got a good career uh, in Laughlin right now. Or you think, I can, you think I could get another shipment of keyboards? <laughs> if he can keep getting those watermelons, man, <laughs> you can keep getting the keyboards. <laughs> but I do have a, a very nice buckling spring keyboard. That is my that is my daily driver. Not the IBM Model M's, although those are the classics. Uh, I have a Unicomp. Um, I think it's called the Classic Unicomp Classic. It's basically this company that bought all the old patents and uh, machinery to make the Model M keyboards and has continued to make them, but kind of, you know, newer. So if anybody is wondering what kind of keyboard I use, you know, you just get a fucking buckling spring and it'll last you for years. Uh, We got a couple more here. A couple more. Oh, so there's there's been a revival announced for iCarly. Isaac wants to know if you're going to get a role in it. No, I don't think so. Uh, Dan Schneider, not even just no, your Dan feet? Schneider hasn't contacted me uh, about any, you know, bits where I pour ketchup on my feet or, you know, write my favorite iCarly quote on my feet or, uh, you know, take pictures of my feet. <laughs> we were watching. Oh, dude, I was in a call <laughs> the other day. We were watching this fucking mashup of all the times they had Ariana Grande doing the most sus shit on Victorious. It was honestly, it was, it was fucking disgusting. I have no idea how that fucker got away with doing the shit he did. LA baby. Dan Schneider was taking the fucking gold, the golden shower. (laughs) That's different. (laughs) But yeah, that video that Isaac just posted, that is such a disgusting video. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It's really pretty strange. Isn't it? Yeah, no this one, is no uh, one. Ariana You're Grande telling me no one was sexualized like, no on one Victorious. on Victorious the, on the crew was like, mm, why are we doing this? It's <laughs> it's not subtle, no. is it? Like I've at a certain point, it. it's just I've not subtle. I've never seen it. And obviously people listening, if they haven't seen it, they're not in the chat, so they can't click it. What is it? Close-ups of her feet? They gave her like these weird toys that she was like stroking throughout her her weird speeches. I don't know. The, the whole concept is just weird. Um, about a minute into this video, she's, it basically looks like she's getting a facial. Uh, and this is like, she's a, she's a child. It's, 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 and this was like Kino saying in the chat. Yeah. Kino saying this is present in most of the shows that he worked on and there's dialogue. That's really strange. Some, some jokes that are really strange, um, positioning of body parts and Mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, like it could be feet. Like once you, once you know, you see it exactly everywhere and it's constant, like it's constant. So I I recently worked on the show. I recently watched some iCarly and like in the intro to the show, there's this, 
one of the one of the scenes they use is them with fucking little faces on all their feet, just like wiggling them in front of the camera as you know, fucking Miranda Cosgrove is on th- that text is on the screen and introducing her <laughs> as the main actor. It's just then you realize, oh, well, there was this there's this episode of Drake and Josh where they got lizard pee and they just soaked their their toes in lizard pee. Uh, and then there's this episode of Victorious where they were flesh eating uh, flesh eating fish that that made your toes really clean and uh there is this part where where one of the one of the people in victorious put their feet in the put their feet in the fish bath and then the rest of the episode was just like people feeling their feet and the joke was wow these feet are so soft so weird man Uh, there's a lot of feet feet. in there feet sauce too that's the no. that's his YouTube channel. <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> I don't right. like that at all. Let's let's machine gun these because then you can get your sure. life back. Um Ben said your open TTD videos were some of his favorites and they inspired him to log on uh for quite a few hours Classic, in the dude. game. Do you still play, I play the game? I play open TTD every now and then with some high school buddies of mine. Uh it's still a very very fun game. I tend to I tend to take it a little will, too sweaty. Though. Will he see more of it? Will he see some in the future? Uh, some of the videos, some of the types of videos that I made around Open TTD, like a couple of years ago, probably not. You're probably not going to see that for a while because I made like 50 bucks from those videos, and it just doesn't make sense to uh, to make more <laughs> of them. Unfortunately, you know, at a certain point, based on the conversion, that's about 30 boneless yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> at a certain point, you know, you put Bite-sized. you put a, a month of work into a, a really good video and it makes 50 bucks. And then you're like, well, I probably shouldn't have done that. And then you, then you say, Oh, well, I'll just rate cereals instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to make more than 50 so you can help bail Isaac out of jail. He just posted a search history around you mm, talking about the Dan Schneider yeah. stuff. And, and yeah, like these are six or seven terms that you don't, necessarily want to google no you don't want to google that but yeah iCarly toes faces good have fun explaining that to your isp (laughs) isaac um (laughs) rosie wants to know your honest opinion on anime because you'd mentioned watching uh some in the past i Uh, was a studio ghibli yeah studio uh, ghibli i've watched uh, a bunch of their films uh my neighbor totoro is is up there as one of my favorite films um but i haven't watched any shows I mean, the, the closest I've come to actually consuming anime, I'd say, is probably watching Bakugan Battle Brawlers before school every morning in like third grade. <laughs> Studio Ghibli films are That's the true. gateway That's drug, true. though. They they get you in the door, and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like watching Inuyasha. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about starting some, you know, whether it's My Hero or anything. I mean, my, my buddies always try and get me to start watching it, but I've been holding out. Who knows? Yeah, I haven't seen that either, but I hear nothing but yeah. good things about that show. My Hero Academia. Yeah, Boku no Pico or whatever the fuck. Uh, all my buddies love that one. Triple question mark uh, wants to know if you have any upcoming plans for your main channel. Or are you just going to stick to live and the slap? Uh, for now? Live and the slap for now. I wish. Look, dude, I mean, I, I wish I could still. I wish it made sense for me to uh, to make long form, more thoughtful content. But it, it straight up just doesn't. Um, YouTube makes it abundantly clear what they want to see from us as creators, and we'd be stupid not to uh, not to give in and make that kind of stuff uh, for the time being until I 
you know, until I have enough money to the point where I can start doing projects I, I want to do again. Not to say I don't enjoy what I'm doing now, but um, it is certainly tailored to the YouTube algorithm uh, in a way that my older, more thoughtful stuff was not because this is my job now. Well, that's fair. You, yeah. You got to ride the wave sure. when you've got it because it's just not always going to be there. Uh, and Isaac wants to know how did the entire dream SMP experience go and do you, do you wish it had gone differently? And is there anybody you genuinely like or dislike after? I mean, the dream SMP was interesting. Um, I was told to, uh, come in as the president. It's a, it's a pretty hard, hard scripted, uh, Minecraft server, like these events that are all planned out. Um, they've all kind of got the storyboard that we've got to follow. And uh, I think I did a good job. Um, I think I I uh, think I performed up to most people's liking. And uh, you know the the downside to that is some people uh, think I'm an awful guy. Um, but you know I I I've been doing very well on YouTube and Twitter and all that all these places uh, since then. So I mean I can't really complain. It was funny though to uh, see my my last line being like. Schlett has a heart attack and dies. I was like, well, well all right. <laughs> and so I've, I've never been on the server since I had canonically died. So there I go. Wow. Yeah. There's no coming back from no. that. Is there? I mean, there's some talented people on the, on the dream SMP. I, I, I we talk a lot about Tommy in it. Um, and, uh, how yeah. explosive his, his growth has been recently. And, uh, the fact that, you know, I am just embarrassed to show people what, I was doing when I was 16, you know, and he's 16 and he has <laughs> 3 million subs and he's getting like, you know, almost a hundred million views a month. It's fucking, you know, good for him, man. Very proud. Wouldn't be able to do it at 16. Yeah. That's uh, his, <laughs> I don't even know what you call it. His, his existence is so yeah. atypical. It's, it's, it's weird. It's awesome. It's neat mm -hmm. to see, but it's very hard to understand because there just isn't a whole lot yeah. like it. Uh, Kevin, I think that's finally fucking. I think that's it. We had we had some more questions, yeah, but but we covered them all in the episode, you know. So Chinchilla asked why you were spreading misinformation about the cereal tears. Well, we got to yeah, we a did. lot of we cereal. We had a nice discussion uh, about that. I'm sorry, yeah. I got a little heated. Yeah. You know, I take my cereal very very seriously. Well, you should, you should. <laughs> and and base weight asked a bit about uh, cancellation and all that, but you went. You know, you ran with that and explained to the nth degree, and that was yeah. pretty solid. So yeah, we're in uh, we're in good shape, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Well then, um, and also you already kind of uh, we we like to end each episode by asking our guests what their fursona is. You already explained that you don't have one, so I'm going to ask the <laughs> other question instead. The other question that we that we get we get our guests out on is we, uh, we'd like to celebrate the creativity of our guests. That's sure. the point of this podcast. It's called right. The Create Unknown. So uh, one of the other things that we like to do is ask our guests to do an, an ad read, impromptu ad read. You just have to make up the sponsor for this episode. Whatever the sponsor is, uh, it's your job to come up with that and then to just do the ad read for the sponsor mm. that you've chosen for this episode, for your so, episode, like a fake, Schlatt's like a fake the company unknown. that that has decided to sponsor this episode, or can I just do it? Yeah, can anything, I do an ad read want. for my plush figure that comes out uh, when this podcast will will air? Do that too. Okay. Well, yeah. do that too. Absolutely. Let's sell you some. Let's sell some. Let me some, sell some plushes. Uh, I'm selling six different yes. fucking 
Ram themed. Oh my God. You're going to love this guys. You're going to fucking love this Ram themed plushes. <laughs> All the furries in chat are, uh, are fucking salivating right now because there's pillows. There's uh, this two foot tall uh, plush that just kind of stands on its own. It's crazy. Uh, also some tinier ones. That's huge. Keychain plush. Very cool stuff. It's on YouTube's site. Uh, and that's where we're selling them. And I suppose uh, the sponsor of this video of this podcast, besides my plushies, has been boneless wings because there is absolutely no residue that comes along with using a metal fork. <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to be the come back to the wings. Back. It's where yeah, we started. Dude. It's it's where we're ending. It feels the circle natural. of life. It's the circle yeah. of life. That's the future. Well, listen, residue man. Thank you for taking the time and <laughs> hanging out. Me, and man. hanging I out am, with I us. I am the it's, residue it was a pleasure. man. Thanks, guys, for having me. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> all right. And thanks to all of our patrons, our new patron, Rosie. We love you, Rosie. For hanging out with us. We love if you. you. And love uh, Elevenses did overnight. Elevenses jumped in the gang or in the uh, the tots as well. And so that was nice to wake up to. Good to see you. We some love awesome and people. appreciate all of you so, individually. Thank you. Yeah. We're doing these every Wednesday <laughs> at 6 p.m. Eastern. If you want to listen, you don't have to be a patron. Just come and listen and hang out. If you want to chat, well, then you got to at least be a tot. But why stop there? You could be a part of the dumpster crew. You could be in the infantry. You could be part of the illustrious mm. baby gang. Just go to uh, patreon.com slash the create unknown. And you can go uh, until higher. Then, if, you, if you're interested, you can buy this whole podcast from mm. us. That's true. That's true. We have no and attachment host it to yourself. It. If the price is right, no. it's gone. Yeah, we're open. We're open to offers. So um, just slide in those DMs with the... <laughs> <laughs> with, with a cashier's offer. check yes western yeah. union right um exactly yeah wire us wire it from nigeria <laughs> from the prince and uh it's all yours all right no seriously thank though you. thank you schlatt uh thank you patrons thank you non-patrons we'll be here again next wednesday until then see one, you space fellas. cowboys Thanks for listening to The Create Unknown. We'd like to extend a huge thank you and a congratulations to the listeners who made our Save the Babies Drive a success. Many new $2 Tots and Dumpster Crew members, you have saved tiny little lives. A tremendous shout out to our elite baby gang. Trevsdead, Boromir, Bot Dogs, Chinchilla, Cat, Isaac, Conrad, James Gallagher, Jeff Davis, Patrick Pister, Baseweight, and our newest sweet little babies, Doe Jangles and the Catboy Latermint. And thank you to our grizzled, battle-hardened child infantry, Jen Mafasanti, Kevin with an E Menard, Mikhail Steinke, Risebread, Sean Malone, Triple Question Mark, Monahim, and the newest recruit, Private First Class Ryan Kinder. Thank you to our producer and editor Ben Webster and our social media manager Dan Yoshua. The Create Unknown is an unknown media production.